Salam Salam from BA. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 9th of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. About two weeks ago, we told you about the illegal breakaway from the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. Tensions keep on rising, as for the first time since this conflict broke out, casualties have been registered. In Shashemene, a city in the Oromia region, the regional police force killed innocent civilians among the crowd in front of a church. The crowd gathered there because information was circulating that one of the illegally appointed bishops was going to arrive at the church. This caused an immense outrage. The Oromia regional government is thought to be behind the illegal group that's attempting to split the church. Last week, the church had ordered followers to observe the three days of Nineveh by fasting, praying and wearing all black to signify the attacks. Heeding the order, followers all over the country wore all black. In some parts of the country and in the peripheries of the capital, police force attacked Christians who were wearing all black. The government issued a statement on Sunday the 5th saying that the controversy should be resolved internally and that it will take action against whoever is aggravating the problem. The next day, the church issued a statement saying that the government's press release is unacceptable because it is still considering the excommunicated illegal breakaway group as having legal personality. The church also pointed out that the government didn't express its condolences regarding the murder of the innocent Christians and urged the executive to apologize for helping the breakaway group. On Friday the 3rd, the church also issued a statement together with a legal team about subsequent legal actions to be taken. The statement said that because bringing claims will take time, the church is applying for injunction so that the illegal group won't be able to use the church's property. When the church institutes proceedings, however, the federal police, the Oromia regional government and the Oromia police will be sued. That same day, the RC diocese bishop, Father Yared, was illegally detained and brought to the capital. Many innocent Christians continue to be unlawfully detained. The Inter-Religious Council also held a meeting regarding the matter and issued a statement urging faithfuls of all religions to pray asking federal and regional governments to observe their constitutional responsibility of not interfering in religious matters. The Council also urged the Fathers of the Church to prioritize dialogue and conciliation so as to prevent calamitous consequences. There is also a grand demonstration called by the Holy Synod for Monday the 13th, but according to a statement issued by a task force consisting of the Federal Police, Addis Ababa Police, the Ministry of Defense and the Information Network and Security Agency, the grand demonstration does not have a license and is unlawful. The task force added that any entity that attempts to go ahead with what the task force called illegal demonstration will be responsible for any damage that ensues subsequently. The task force added that the demonstration is planned to sabotage the upcoming African Union Leaders' Summit. Private bank Awash has also been mixed up in the saga, as it said on Thursday the 9th that the company has been defamed on social media 
because it allegedly refused to let employees who were wearing all black because of the attack against the church into work. The bank told media outlets that it had not prohibited employees from wearing black and even sent photos showing employees working while wearing all black. Even though claims against the bank have been false, many establishments have banned Christian employees from wearing this color. Meanwhile, for the first time ever since the signing of the peace agreement between the Ethiopian government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, Prime Minister Abiy and the officials of TPLF met face to face. Following the meeting, the Prime Minister's National Security Advisor, Ambassador Redwan Hussein, said that the Prime Minister has ordered the increase of flights to Tigray, more banking services and the provision of other services that create confidence between the peoples and the government of Tigray and other parts of the country. One of the problems in Tigray is the shortage of cash. To that end, it was revealed on Saturday the 4th that the National Bank is sending 5 billion per or 100 million US dollars to the region. The newly injected cash began circulating on Monday the 6th. The commercial bank revealed that it has begun providing full services in more than 30 branches in the region, including all the branches in the capital, Mekele. But, of course, banks aren't the only important service providers. Schools are indispensable and they have been closed in Tigray for the past two years because of the war. And months after the permanent cessation of hostilities, schools haven't reopened. The region's education bureau would like to reopen schools, but hasn't been able to do so. It's been looking for an alternative and has now decided to students from kindergarten to the fourth grade through TV and radio until regular class starts. The bureau stressed that following lessons through TV and radio won't allow promotion to upper classes, but will help students ease in when schools reopen. The Bureau will transmit lessons on math, science and English through TV. Prime Minister Abiy went to Italy on a work trip on Monday the 6th and talked to the President Sergio Mattarella on bilateral, regional and international matters. During the trip, the Prime Minister signed an agreement worth 140 million euros. The 100 million is a soft loan, while the remaining 40 is a grant that Ethiopia will not have to pay back. Abiy also went to Italy's neighbor Malta, where he sat down with Malta's PM Robert Abela. They mainly talked about aviation and how the Ethiopian airlines can help set up direct flights from Malta to Ethiopia and to the US. They also had a talk about educational and maritime matters. This week's biggest news internationally was the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, where tens of thousands of people tragically lost their lives. The Ethiopian government expressed its condolences through its Ministry of Foreign Affairs to the Turkish people and government. In other news, a few months back we told you that the National Election Board was going to hold a referendum in numerous zones of the southern region to see whether the population wanted to be reorganized under a new region. The referendum was held on Monday the 6th. If voters opt to be organized under a new region, 
the federal Ethiopian state will have its 12th region. The Ethiopian news agency revealed on Thursday the 2nd that the Diredawa Dry Port and Terminal has opened its doors for business. The port is built on more than 30 hectares and cost three and a half billion burr, which is about 70 million US dollars. The port has a building, warehouse, concrete road, railway and parking space. Ethio Telecom and the Ministry of Revenues revealed on Thursday the 2nd that they had reached an agreement to collect tax through Ethio Telecom's digital payment solution Teleber. This agreement will allow taxpayers to pay at any time, anywhere. Users will have to go to the ministry's website first and finish an application process, after which they will get a file number they can use on the Teleber app to make payments. Did you know that the state religion of Ethiopia was Orthodox Christianity from the 4th century until a few decades ago? That's right. Ethiopia was one of the first few countries that adopted the religion. Even today, the majority of Ethiopians are followers of the Ethiopian Orthodox Tewahedo Church. The church's heritage is immense, from rock-hewn churches to unique and solemn liturgical proceedings. The church has influenced culture, literature, politics and many more facets of life for millennia. And that's it for this week. And guess what? We have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to the Substack. Ciao!